Thank you for tuning in to Nightlock Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to Nightlock Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to the Hunger Games series by Suzanne Collins. My name is Matt. And I'm Kira. And we are your hosts for this podcast. We have a really big surprise for you guys today. If we could have a drum roll, please. Okay, so um, our friend Diana here. Say hi to people, Diana. Hey, guys. This is, she is our guest host today. So, um, Diana, we're just going to dive right in here and ask you how you got into the fandom of The Hunger Games. Well, I tend to be one of those, I don't want to say losers, Maybe maybe like enthusiastically challenged people who walk the track during gym rather than actually do anything. And the only two people who really are in my gym class are, guess what, Kira and Matt. And all they talk about all the time is this (laughs) podcast they seem to do. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Podcast? That sounds... Delightfully you know nerdy. I knew I knew what a podcast. Oh, was. okay. Because some people don't. They're like, "What's a podcast?" I'm I like, listened to Ricky Jones. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, nice. I love him. Anyway, so yeah. So, so we told you about the series. Since you guys that? didn't talk about anything else, I felt yeah. compelled to read that these books, and they were so good. Totally worth it, right? Definitely. All right. So, um, so Diana's gonna be with us today. If you uh, want to give us some of your feedback about how uh, she was <laughs> as our um, guest host today. Uh, we I know we want to get Mariah on sometime in the near future, as well as Diana, if we like her enough. So wait for it once. What? So both of us together? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm getting a new mic, so we'd actually be able to do. Yeah. That. So right our, now there's like three of us sitting. On yeah. Top so of each our other. audio will be probably much better than it is right now. So today's show includes us bringing back mock and mail, pen and post news stories. Through the eyes of Katniss Everdeen with chapters 16 and 17. We have a really good Dark Duel segment today. Oh, it's Diana be has been prepping for this for I, the longest not time. Not really. And so, what well, she's just. I have not been prepping. Okay, well, yes, you, you, like, have. you have. Yeah, you've read over the I've just been mic. excited. I haven't done well, it. I just then, wrote it 15 minutes ago, Matt. <laughs> and then we're ending with um, my segment, Matt's Wadi's Music. So, we're just going to go with some announcement, announcements today. Good job. As you guys might have heard from our joint episode, if you haven't listened to it, have you listened to it, our joint episode of Rebellion Radio, which we call Night Rebels, you should check it out. The entire episode is dedicated to discuss dissecting the trailer. Uh, we made the announcement that Nightlock version 2.0 has been released. Huh, that's cool. You got that. 2.0. So, so check out. See, he reads know. this, but I write the whole thing, so it's yeah. just bad. Well, I, I can give my little like, witty comments. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, ch- check out our website, which is nightlockpodcast.com. We're not doing any of that weebly, squarespace.com, anything. It's just going to be straight nightlockpodcast.com. That is where we teamed up with Squarespace with this new website. And since we find we find the site so manageable and perfect for designing, we have a special offer for you guys. If you guys go to squarespace.com slash nightlock, you can get a free trial and later use the promotion code, which is nightlock11, to get 20% off your order. I think it's, what, a two-week trial? Yeah, I believe so. 14 days. It's 14 days. So if you guys are, love the site as much as we do, that's squarespace.com. You guys 
put in the promotion code, which is Nightlock11, and you guys will get 20% off. I believe, how much is it a month? I believe it's... Um, but I don't I mean, know. if you I guys remember. have any questions, you can email us at nightlockpodcast@gmail.com, and we can give you the current promotion code if you're listening to this as an old episode. Right, because we're trying to get it to change every month. Um, it will change every two months. So. Two months. I'm sorry. So it will be different for January and February, and then so on and so forth. So on and so forth. Yeah, I know. I kind of <laughs> slurred it together. So. Wait, what's Squarespace again. That's um, Squarespace is like Weebly.com, where like they have, it's like a website. Knows that is. All right, it's like a website. Yeah. It's a, is it one of those websites that makes websites? Yeah, it's yeah. a crea- it's a website That's creating like program. For you guys, we consider know, like right? all the nerds that must. Yeah. Can, can you stop calling us nerds? You're yeah, a nerd you're, too. You're insulting no, our listeners. I know that I'm a nerd. Okay, people should be proud. So, Keep going um, another reminder is that to send your segment ideas before Tuesday, December thirteenth, for a chance to win a signed copy of Lois Gresh's Hunger Games Companion. You can also win a copy by sending ideas for renaming my segment, which is Mass Melodies Music. So send in all your ideas to nightlockpodcast at gmail.com or fill out a form on our new and improved website, nightlockpodcast.com. Right. So we have, I, we have gotten a lot of really good ideas. We have yet to make decisions on them. So probably by the next episode, which is our holiday episode, we will have those decisions set for you. Yeah, so, um, so you guys have until Tuesday to submit those ideas. Of Tuesday, December 13th, 2011. Okay, thanks for you. Some people listen to them like five years later, so... (laughs) Also, a quick note, Kira has... If you guys didn't notice this on the Facebook page, Kira was fan of the week last week on Lionsgate's official Hunger Games movie page, so you can check out her interview there. She will be... She will be receiving a limited Mockingjay pin soon. We will post pics. Limited edition. Limited edition. That will go great. That will go great with our costume. (laughs) Oh, definitely. So... That was fan really of the week. cool. What is that? So basically, Lionsgate chooses um, a fan every week that has done something for the fandom. <laughs> um, I don't know if done something, but done something with out of like, names, like like everyone? a podcast or yeah, like you submit it to um, something. That's so and, cool. Yeah, so it's interesting. So it's really cool. It's also like a lot of people look at the Facebook page, mm-hmm. so it's like promoting. It's promoting Nightlock. Yeah. Of course, Kira had to win it, so... So I submitted well, both Matt, names. When you think about the amount of work she does for this... She does so much do. more. She does so much more than I do. Like, she should deserve <laughs> it. I even said up. it. You guys read the interview with Lois. I blatantly said that Kira does much more on this than I do. All right. All right. So, last announcement for today, for this episode is that um, the last episode in 2011 will be our Christmas episode. It's kind of our holiday gift to you guys. So, at the end of that special episode, we will play your favorite... Spelt favorite in the British way. I know, I do everything. Favorite moments of the show. <laughs> so you guys can send in, send us an email of your favorite or funny moments because we're just so funny. And you please, guys just... please send in your timestamp of the episode so that I can find it because otherwise it's going to be very stressful. Unless she wants to listen to like so. our like yeah. six hours so, of Yeah, episodes. so if you guys could just send me the episode and the timestamp and I'll be able to insert that moment. So, so it's kind so, of and like... that episode will be released on Christmas for you guys, so... <laughs> All right, so Kira, you may take. Actually, let's have Diana read this one. All right. Um, okay. This is the mocking ma- mock and mail segment where uh, we have people send us emails or review us on iTunes about what they think about the podcast. So this one is from Maddie. So and go it ahead. says, "Hi guys." Guys, <laughs> just say just. Should be guys. Okay. Yeah. Hi guys. Okay, this isn't really a comment. It's more of a question. I'm listening to episode seven right now, and I really want to sign up at the Capitol. Dot PN. PN. I know. Okay, I, I helped Kira along because she can't pronounce some words. It's, it's, it's a P oh, and it's an N. I got okay, it, I got, I, it. I got it. 
but I don't have a Facebook. I'm trying to get my mom to let me use her Facebook, but she doesn't want her screen name showing up as my username. Does it show your Facebook username as your the capital.pn username? Also, was watching your video and the trailer, and if you look at 69 seconds exactly, you see a lady covering her mouth. Do you think that's maybe her mother? Okay, thanks again. So, didn't we research this? Yes. And we looked um, it up? We responded back to her, but we wanted to kind of let everyone know, because um, I think a lot of people had this question. Um, when you sign up at the capital.pn, you can use either Twitter or Facebook. And when you sign up, I think, Matt, you sign up with Facebook. Sometimes. I signed up with Facebook. And I don't think your name shows up on... I mean, it doesn't... Well, it doesn't show up on the website, but if you click your residence, the residency card, which shows, like, your... Right. Um, a civilian in Panem, it does show, like, your first name, your last name. It does does show your birthday and, um, like, now, your location. Now, is that the information you put in, or did they get that I off think of it, Facebook? I think it's the information they I put in, and some they got off of Facebook. All right, yeah. But if you're really concerned about it, I would recommend just doing a Twitter, because it's much easier. Um, to answer your question about the 59 seconds, um, I think it's a really good and, like, insightful thing to think about, because I was looking at him, like, does look like Candace's mother, but, again, you, we have to think about who is Cass's hair, and she does have, was it, like, strawberry hair, like, strawberry blonde hair, and the woman at 59 seconds has dark hair. Uh, but also, it can also be that they, they could have died. Yeah, I was thinking they could have so died it. Um, I don't know. I haven't really zoomed in on it yet, but that's a really good idea. Definitely possible. Yeah. So. All right. So then the next one, Kira, you can read this one. So the next email um, says, hey, Kira and Matt, I just wanted to start by saying your podcast rocks. I just finished watching the trailer for The Hunger Games and was kind of surprised about the music. I expected something more like the music from this trailer, Legend of Korra. The music from here is more fast-paced and tribal, less computer-generated weird buzzing sound to it. Looking forward to your feedback. Thanks, Yusuf. 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 Okay. So, so, do you want to play the audio? So, yeah, I was thinking we would just play a little clip of this. Um, now, wait, do you guys agree about um, the uh, computer-generated weird buzzing sound, like, to I the trailer? I don't really, I can't really say I know what he's talking about. I mean, I like, the music, like... When at the end of the trailer, where she's they go five, four, that's a, it's a drone, it's oh, the drone, it's kind of this weird buzzing. It's called, it's called a drone. Means. A drone is where like a sustained note on a certain instrument it plays. It's kind of like, um, I don't want to say it's like one that you wind up, but it comes out with this droning sound. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a continuous, kind of, like, yeah, okay. So I think that's what I think that's what they're referring to. Um, it kind of makes sense though because it's the capitals kind of like. In the future, so it's going to yeah. have that computeristic feel to it. I suppose, yeah. So, how long is the trailer? Let's just um, play a little clip. Alright, if I were going to ask. Okay. Um, we'll just play a little bit of it. That's from Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, that's 
series. It's a new series. Oh, yeah, my brother was talking yeah, about it. I was it. wondering I got why so... it said Legend of Korra. I was like, that's definitely Avatar. I got yeah. so excited, so I had to keep watching it. Okay. Um, that... Hmm. I, I feel like that I could I feel fit. like, I don't know. I don't really know what part of the book, like, what part of the story that would fit in. Because I feel like it's more, like, fast-paced and, like... There's always a lot of anxiety, and that's kind of, like, more slow and dramatic. I don't know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, it's more calm. But, like, it could, no be, this, it could be in the scenes where they are in the cave, and they could just be talking about... But I don't really see much... that's not love, much, either. Like, it's not... Yeah, maybe, like, in the beginning when... I don't know. Maybe, like, you know that one scene in the in movies where they, like, go over, like, the scenery of the place yeah, while the credits roll? Yeah, yeah but I feel also, like that would be the only place... It could also be um the flashbacks with her father. Gossip be yeah. that too. Yeah, but so. it's more. It has an epicness to yeah. it that it wouldn't be so much like. This is more of like an adventure, flashback. yeah, type movie, not like an epic movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know. So. so that that's I'm gonna watch that trailer when we're done with this. So this is our last mock and mail. This is from Christian. They say I absolutely love you guys. Both of you really keep me entertained with your segments, opinions, and arguments. It's never boring, and you always make me laugh. <laughs> Thanks. I agree with you that Mariah <laughs> should stay and should be included in every episode. Or Diana. Or Diana. Well, Two is all right, but three really, truly makes it. Referring to the number of hosts. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't get that the yeah, first time. Yeah, I didn't, so probably people like me out I think it's kind of self-explanatory. I, I thought it meant the episode she was on. But anyway. I, don't, I don't see anything wrong in your episodes. You guys follow a good schedule, and hearing you guys is always great. Keep up the great work, and good luck with your podcast. I've been listening to each and every episode. Don't stop. Aww. Aww. Really so nice you have such devoted fans. Yeah. So Kira's again the time management organization girl, so yeah, she so knows. We're running behind, so we got to speed it up. Okay, right. sorry. Pan and post. Go, 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 go. Pan and post news is brought to you by our affiliate Hunger Games fan sites, HungerGamesMovie.org and HGGirlOnFire.com, where you can get up to date news coverage about the fandom, especially the Hunger Games movie. Um, our first news bit is probably going to take a little longer to discuss because there's kind of um, some elements to it here. And so the covers have been released for um, most of the books coming out um, related to the Hunger Games, and we discussed them kind of in passing before, like long episodes ago, whatever. And so, um, and I know I don't remember what episode it was, but a couple episodes ago we talked about the Hunger Games Collector's Edition, and um, so that was released in November and included a slipcase that features um, new Mockingjay art. And that's priced at $30, so it's kind of steep. Yeah. And we discussed this um, through Will's point of view from HungerGamesMovie.org. And basically all this is, is the Hunger Games novel in a new case. But like we said, said, we discussed this. I mean, if people are collectors, they are collectors. They like to collect certain books or certain novels like this. They're going to want to have it to work on their collection. I feel like it's only appealing to collectors because, I mean... Yeah. As soon as a series gets really big, things like that always happen. Like Harry Potter, like the later books cost like yeah. what, like forty five dollars each or something ridiculous yeah, like that. I don't know. I feel like this is just they're just trying to rip you off. Well, I yeah. Mean, I mean yeah. that's obvious. Yeah. So um, that's one of them, and so that's already been released. Um, and there's a few that are going to be released. Um, I think three of them, February seventh. Yeah, three of them are on February 7th, which is kind of like a weird day. Like, I don't know, February is kind of like in the middle hey, of Hey, when it's released, we're one, we're one month closer to the yeah. Wait, did that yeah. picture you show me where, like, the Mockingjay pin is on fire? Is that, like, one of the, these? Yeah, that is one of these. Um, that's actually the one that we're talking about now. The oh. Hunger Games <laughs> movie tie-in, this is the next book, 
Um, so that's the original book, and the cover is replaced by the poster for the film, which is the Mockingjay pin on fire. So that's priced at thirteen. So yeah, that's that's a reasonable price, better. and I like it that it doesn't just have Jennifer Lawrence and Josh. Yeah, yeah. And like, I it hate actually it when has they do a symbol that. on it. I know, right? It's I mean I'm sure that's gonna come, right? <laughs> it's but, definitely gonna come. Yeah. So did anyone I uh, know you guys saw that picture, I don't know if you saw it. The one where like um Jen they're all three of them are laying on the grass. I'm, I'm com- oh oh Liam the one is Liam, not Jen Vanity and Fair. yeah, and yeah, uh, Josh are all laying there. on the grass and he's on her and uh Josh is on her stomach and, and I like, believe there was a twilight picture in Vanity Fair of the same position. Yeah. I just want to say it kind of reminds me it kind of reminds me of Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you guys know that show, I haven't watched it in a while because yeah. So <laughs> um it kind of just reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. So Yeah. The other book, now these are actually interesting. <laughs> and so this one is The World of the Hunger Games and that's priced at $18. And that's coming out the day of the film. <laughs> And it is described as the definite, richly illustrated... Definitive. Okay, I'll restart. <laughs> the definitive, richly illustrated, full-color guide to all the districts of Pam, all the participants in the Hunger Games, and the life and home of Katniss Everdeen. And what else? That's yeah. it. So, basically, this is actually... I don't want to say new information, but new insight. It's mostly pictures. It's basically a picture book for the Hunger Games, in a way. Which is kind of cool, because it kind of gives, like, the backstories and see what everything looks like yeah. from a director's perspective. Yeah. Because, like, we all have these mental images in our head and what everything looks like. In the trailer, I didn't picture the District 12 to look exactly like that. Yeah, me neither. So, it's kind of cool to see that in, a like, a real-life mm-hmm. setting or director setting. And if you're kind of wondering more about this, um, a lot of people are speculating it's going to be a lot like the Twilight um, Illustrated Companion. So you can take a look at that, and it's probably going to be the same kind of thing, just Hunger Games. I mean, 18 bucks isn't that bad for something like that. Yeah. They could oh. definitely rip you off more. And by the way, if you get, right now, it's on sale for $10 for pre-order Ooh. on Amazon. Ooh. So, oh, man. you know, and it'll be shipped to your house, so it's a pretty good deal. So, um, I mean, that's not shipping included, but whatever. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's coming out February 7th. And um, something else coming out February 7th. Oh, wait, is that? I'll yeah, talk about February 7th. So... Mm-hmm. The Hunger Games Tribute Guide is a comprehensive guide to the 24 tributes participating in Panem's 74th Annual Ooh. Hunger Games. And readers follow the tribute's journey from the reaping to the games with a look at all the highlights along the way. The tribute parade, the stations of the training center, the interviews, and more. The book will include exclusive information about the tribute's strengths and weaknesses, their weapons of choice, and their experience in the capital before entering the arena. Alright, can I just say this? This book would be perfect because remember we were talking about Kato and Clove and they're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We thought Kato and Clove had some romantic. backstory relationship, romantic yeah. relationship. This can pr- either prove me wrong or prove me right. Yes. That they mm-hmm. are, they did have a romantic relationship. Now I have one question. Yes. And if this is a no, I'm not getting it. Because is this written by Suzanne Collins? Or did someone interview her and then take that information from the interview and then write it? Didn't J.K. No. Rowling do something like this? I kind of hate kind it when of. authors do this. Like, if it's not going to be in the story, like, as you read it, like, why? I yeah. feel like you it's can't. It's like there's no speculation. You can't, like, it's all come, spelled out. Just because the, you ask the author doesn't mean, like, it's, it's part of the true, story. Yeah. I just, uh, Yeah. That sounds I, mean, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, if it's, I mean, I'm sure that it's all been approved by Susan Collins, but what if someone 
sat down and said, all right, let me just make all this stuff up yeah. and then I'll send it to her and she'll just approve it. See, if that's right, then it's not, it's not true because the writer did not come up with it herself, you know? I don't know. So, I mean, that's a big question, and I couldn't find the answer to that question, so hopefully as the date rolls around closer that um, we'll be able to figure that out, but um, I think that's my favorite of the three, or the four mm-hmm. books. Um, I think that's, and it's a good price. It's only $8, so. Yeah. Um, definitely compared to the, you know, almost $20 illustrated companion. Um, definitely different, but. Yeah, so um, you can check them out on Amazon. I'm not sure the price of the tribute guide. I don't think it's that much um, savings, but. You can pre-order those, and the tribute guide, the illustrated movie companion, and the world of, or no, and the movie tie-in is all coming out February 7th, so, um, yeah. Um, our next news story, uh, Lionsgate launches the square competition, where fans can run for mayor of their district. That's actually really cool. Now, have you heard of this, like, I don't know if you're I haven't really heard of anything. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So, um, basically... It's defined as district leadership, be the face of your district, and set examples for your citizens. Celebrate citizens, praise citizens whose words and deeds bring honor to your district, mayor mail, relay all communications from your district's tributes to foster district pride and public appearances. Now, this is the interesting component. Represent your district at major capital sponsors' events and ceremonies. Oh. What do we think this so is going to be? So is that, be? like, going to be a convention type thing? I'm thinking it's the premiere. You're going to get to go to the premiere and be Ooh. on the red carpet. Really? I, think, I don't think they would go that far. I think, may, maybe not be able to go on the red carpet, but they will give you something, like, that you can go to either L.A. or meet, NYC. Or meet the cast. I don't know. Kind of like, like a backstage pass type thing. Maybe, yeah. Probably. Um, I know Matt and I are planning to go to the New York premiere, so I think oh it'd be cool gosh. if we got a bunch of kids, you know, like Mariah, Diana, and some of our <laughs> other friends that are hungry and geeks, and um, it'd be cool to go down there. My mom has already volunteered to drive us down and everything, so um, that should be pretty fun. But um, So this competition has ended. Um, mm-hmm. We did they elect? Did they elect everyone yet? I don't know. I, I know, know it ended, but I, voting ended. I'm not sure if... Um, the results have come out yet? I have to see because I know one, the girl in my district, um, District 1, by the way, was um, running. I have to look more into her, see if she's a good leader. Yeah, and I know a lot of people um, tweeted us, oh, can you retweet this so I can get more votes? And, like, we retweeted, retweeted them or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. And so we can see that the capital.pn, this is what it's going through, the capital.pn, and that they're kind of, um, kind of expanding their site. Before, we're like, okay, what are they doing with this? They kind of very stagnant but i really like how interactive lionsgate is being with the fans like i don't think yeah. i've ever seen that happening with not even lionsgate is the actors too yeah, yeah. the actors too they, they're doing all these live streams and like they'll go on twitter and be like hey i got 10 minutes shoot me some questions and you know um so it's pretty cool but um so our, our last news story i don't think matt knows about i've kind of been keeping him in the dark with this because i want his reaction on the show here so i don't know if this is gonna be a good thing or a bad thing but brace yourself okay you're freaking me out what is it okay <laughs> So, Danny Elfman, unfortunately, is not scoring the Hunger Games. Why? He has um, some prior engagements. Oh, well, is T-Bone Burnett still doing it? Yes, he's still doing it. Okay. And so his replacement is James Newton Howard. Wait, what does scoring mean? Oh, oh, oh score, 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 score. I thought you <laughs> meant, like, um, some, um, I thought you were talking about him being, a nine out of ten, being like, so. a game maker, like, in the... No. Okay, right. never uh, mind. All right, okay. well... So, I see it. Okay, so he's done Dark Knight, King Kong, Blood Diamond, The Sixth Sense, 
Six cents. Is that right? Yeah. And signs. I can't pronounce my S's. Um, he's done a lot of stuff, so you can find right. him. Um, he's also done I Am Legend. And so we can listen to a clip here. I feel like this kind of, it could fit into the series. And just kind of seeing his work and how it might um, kind of be used in the movie. T Bone and Danny Elfman and T Bone stuff. So, um, all right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, okay. I think he's okay, but he's no John Williams or. I Elfman, feel like so. he kind of. When I think about the movies he's done, like especially The Sixth Sense, like they all yeah. have this like dramatic, like eerie, deep, yeah. Like, almost, Which is like, kind of good because sad the feels Hunger good. Games yeah. is a dramatic book. But it's not. It's more like it or like. It's not, that's, that music none of those creepy. stories have like that adventuresome feel. Yeah. Like, wait, um, the guy who was before previously signed to do it, he's the one who's done all of the major. He's done themes. Spider-Man, um, Alice in Wonderland, which sounds weird if you think about oh, Alice in Wonderland, that Hunger Games, like that doesn't make any sense. But if you listen to the soundtrack, it really does. Like that could totally fit in with the Hunger yeah. Games. Um, I that's what I can think of off the top of my head. But he's done a lot of stuff. And he was definitely, like, I don't know a lot about composers, but, I mean, John Williams was my first pick, but, you know, because he's done everything. I but mean, it's Star also Wars, kinda, Indiana Jones, But Harry it's Potter. also kind of good that he, they didn't pick John Williams or hire yeah. him, because, like, they think, oh, well, John Williams is doing it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of good that they pick someone different, you know? I guess. So I then know. up but until, like, John, it's, like, it's not like he's starring in the film. Everyone's like, yeah, we know him. Like, it's... They want someone the different, scenes. though. But I feel like John Williams would have given... Given, 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 given the Hunger oh, Games man. like an iconic theme. Yeah, like it's it, he gave Star Wars iconic theme. You think Harry of all Potter, of those themes, like, like Indiana Jones, da 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 da. So it's like you hear that and you think of the movie. Exactly, like, that's what I wanted for the Hunger Games. You hear it, like you don't even need to see the title and you know what the movie is. Well, right now we don't really know the music of the movie. Right now, all we know for the theme is Ruse. The Mockingjay whistle. Ruse Mockingjay whistle. Which that's not so much of a theme, so it's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I don't know yet. All right. So, go ahead, Kira. This is okay, our next segment. Okay, so this segment. is our main segment, as you guys know, through the eyes of Katniss Everdeen, and we analyze the books by chapters, usually two chapters in an episode. And so we summarize what happens and foreshadowing and all that good stuff. So last episode, or sorry, two episodes ago, since last episode was our trailer analysis with Rebellion Radio. Um, so two episodes ago, we discussed chapters 14 and 15, so today we'll continue with chapters 16 and 17. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you. Alright, so chapter 16 is uh, mostly focusing on Katniss and Rue. What happened? And Do you remember what happened in 15? Oh god, that was a while ago. Yeah, Diana, give it up. Right here. I've got right, the book um, right here. They, they decided that they were going to destroy uh, the, um, right. the careers plan, so she's, right. she's now going on the offensive for the first time. Right. Nice. So, Get this is... um. 
I usually do it. I usually want to do a cat. Uh, Di- I was about to say Katniss. Diana's. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I pick quotes I and I analyze them, and that's how I usually do my analysis. Mm-hmm. So chapter sixteen is more focusing on like um, Katniss and Rue, and Katniss is all internal thoughts, saying like stuff. If she wanted me dead, all she would have to do was disappear from that tree without pointing out the tracker jacket nest. See, okay. I mean, I mean, Kira, this. The first paragraph of chapter Can 16. we just say that Diana is not a big fan of Katniss right now? Uh, this is, okay, this is exactly why I don't like Katniss. I do not understand why she's your favorite character. This is just like I didn't, I never quintessential favorite, Katniss she... annoyingness. Okay. Like, okay, this whole, like, her with Rue, I mean, she's, Rue snuggling up against her, they're, like, having this emotional bond, and there's, like, yeah. this potential for, like, this That's real emotional stuff, and Katniss immediately starts thinking about you know, if she was going to kill me, she would have done it by now. She's always on these, like, logical, because that's what she cynical thinks. thoughts. And I understand, like, her growing up. Exactly. That's how she was trained to think. But it just... Can I you think, blame her? I think that's why she's such an unsympathetic character to me. Because, like... But she's strong. She's held her family together. She but, doesn't let things get in her way. She, she has a mind of her own. She I doesn't let her feel model. anything. <laughs> and then, okay, at the end of it... Maybe that's why I can relate, because I don't feel anything. And then she's like... <laughs> She was thinking about how obviously one of them is going to have to die in the end. And right. she's like, I managed to ignore the thought. No, stop running away from your emotions. Ah. Yeah, but like she doesn't want to get connected with her because she's going to have to die. Okay. If Katniss lives, Rue dies. I understand how that's like her survival instinct throughout her life is running away from her emotions. But ah, it just annoys me. That's the, that's the reason for all of the like romantic problems she has. Everything. Yeah. Like she... Mm, I can't. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I could go on for an hour, but uh. that's like it's good because we, it's Katniss, good to have insightful people, I'm especially. Not a fan. Yeah. All right, so then as she's ignoring the thoughts of her and Rue, Gosh. she's she's focusing on like the giving the reader the backstory of like what the career tributes mm-hmm. usually do, saying like the strategies to get hold of all the food early on and work from there, and um, she says like the careers have been better fed growing up is actually to their disadvantage. So she's saying yeah. like she's already she's already forming yeah. the process of what she has. She has to do something with the food to get the career tributes to be weaker. So she says that it's their disadvantage because they don't know how to be hungry, not the way Rue and I do. Mm-hmm. And that's how she connects Rue on such a emotional level. Like they both have been hungry. They both know the pain. They both know the suffering of not being able to have access to the food. Like people from District Two or District One say who have food already at their disposal because they're so close to the capital and they're so and the capital's reliant on them because of their products. Don't you think that it's kind of reckless for Katniss to like start caring about Rue? I mean, going well, back to this idea because it's like you don't start um, having an emotional bond when you know you're going to have to die. There's that just it makes you weak. But how could they really be successful as allies if they didn't form some sort of bond like it just it's, wouldn't work. It's, it should be completely professional because otherwise you start caring about but you can't, you, you can't, can't do be that. professional when it's life or death like this and every day you have to Kira, watch if, each okay I know that you're a big kid fan like you love kids and everything how would yeah. if you're okay I'm gonna put this how would you feel position right. so like if you were in Katniss's position and you were partnered up with um, someone who was 12 years old such as um, one of your cousins for example okay no you can't use a cousin okay, okay. <laughs> sorry okay so she didn't know Rue okay? alright someone no, had no Rue idea reminded her of Prim that's yeah. why she connected with ruins such this kind of level because she reminds her of Prim. Mm-hmm. And Prim is like the closest thing she has to home. Okay, think about it. Katniss is like the most unemotional person. Well, she's not unemotional. So am I. So. But she, well, you are pretty chill about everything. But like, <laughs> she, she's like that too, but to even in greater extent. So if yeah. she's forming an emotional bond with her ally, you know that it's like very strictly impossible not to. Like, I don't know. It just seems very reckless. And if you're trying to survive and you're having the mindset like, 
I'm going to survive no matter what. Like, even if I have to kill people. But that's why she, the only way she can survive is if she has an ally. She can't do this yeah, on her own. Yes, but you don't need to, like, but you can s- just be allies and just have each other's back. But to be honest, but like, she doesn't. Rue is obviously giving her a lot of strength. Like, yeah. she, she doesn't, she, as soon as she is with Rue, this, in this chapter is when she starts to feel relaxed and she goes on the offensive with the careers, obviously. You should never be relaxed. It's horrible. What? It's bad. Kira, well, you If you can't be relaxed, then you, how are you supposed to be successful? You can't. I mean, you have you need to be aware of your aware surroundings and everything, but you still can't be tense all the time. Oh, oh, oh! Psychology, yes. Paris, okay. Parasympathetic and yes. You can't always be. Bad I was I was thinking about this. Yes. I was like, should I make I a psych like, reference? Should I not yes, make a psych yes, reference? I make them, and he's like, what? I'm like, hey, I'm yeah. not that stupid. Kira and I are in AP Psych together. Yeah, yeah. And so Diana's a big English whiz, so she's very insightful. I'm and not an English. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> I love English. Anyway, so, so yeah, I don't want to go on tangents, but. Alright, I think I have a And she she enough. tends to analyze like the smallest words, which we learned in AP English anyway to like analyze right, every single word. So okay, this is kinda of, <laughs> this is kinda of proving your point, saying that like for I she says for the I realized for the first time how very lonely I've been in the arena. That's exactly. good. You should be lonely, she's, kill people, get no, back here. Oh family. my god. Coming, okay, this is necessary for her to like in the next chapter when Rue like dies. Like yeah, for, for her for her to get this like emotional response. She needs to have like built. But up see, this. she that made her weak because she's crying over Ruth's body. Someone, weak. someone could have killed her right there. She killed the, the guy. She probably wouldn't have strength to do that unless she had been feeling so emotionally heightened at that time. But she's a hunter. I mean, she but does this all the time. Just like Gail never said, quoting Gail as my backup because you know well, everyone Gail's loves Gail. An... He's like, it's just like hunting, you know. Oh, God, I hate Gail. <laughs> all right, I it's like, like the hunt, hunt or be like hunted. Oh, hunt everyone, or be hunted. I think everyone liked him in the first book, but then. Once you figure yes. out what his real I know, I know one like, person that we need to have yeah. on the show that loves Gail. Alright, so um, this is like where she sees the contrast between Prim and Rue when she says, I see the glint of excitement in her eyes. In this way, she's exactly the opposite of Prim, for whom adventures are an ordeal. That relates back to when I asked what's the difference between them. Yeah. That answers my question. So like Prim is more of like the conservative side. She, which kind of is like, kind of how Katniss is. I mean, yeah. Katniss isn't like prone to adventure. She's more of like what? Sorry, what? have you read events. the series? Yeah. I mean, she's definitely doesn't have any squeamishness about breaking no. the rules at all. She has squeamishness about Sorry, nakedness guys. and blood <laughs> is coming up in chapter nineteen at some point. But yeah, anyway, we're right. looking forward to that. Um, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can work much of this quote, but uh, she says, "I poke Rue in the belly just like I would Prim." So that's just reckless. Oh, Kira, shut this, up, this Kira. Is, this is her. This is oh you my can't god. Come on to our podcast and tell me to shut up. <laughs> okay, listen. So it's Sorry. so cute. I'll stop saying she's reckless. It's just. And then, um, Kira, what would you what do in this situation? I would kill you. People probably to have get died home by to my now. family because I need to support my brother yeah. and my dying mother. But your mom's not. Dying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just putting myself in Katniss's shoes. Okay. In Katniss's boots. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, that was All right, so, I love this quote right here. Rue, who, who, when you ask her what she loves most in the world, replies, of all things, music. So, I, this is another connection between Rue and Katniss, because Katniss isn't, doesn't love music, but Katniss does have that musical aspect about her. Like, she does sing, she only, she has it of her past when she sang with her father. Sorry. Hey. Listen, again, Katniss is undistinctive. The only thing she can do is hunt and sing. What else? What else is there? I mean, all right. I'm sorry. I'm not. I think she's pretty strong. Yep. Like n- mentally as well. Uh, well, she's kind of smart. <laughs> all right, she's smart. She's smart. She's smart. Whatever. 
No. I think that quote really just... I mean, I think Rue isn't really a realistic person. I think she's more of a symbolic character, and that kind of relates to that. Well, that's, yeah. where the, that's why all the readers fell in love with her. Yeah. Because she died, so she opened up Katniss. I think she is my favorite character. Because really, how could you like live in poverty and like fear and terror every day and have your favorite thing be music? That's just... Yeah. She's just like pure innocence and goodness. And she's like the symbol symbol of hope. Yeah, like I have a bird, too, that relates more to a bird. So I remember... Yeah, yeah she... Yeah. We talked about... Episode we talked. Seven, we right? talked. We talked about. I, I don't know some episode, but yeah. She had the wings. I it she was had the wings seven. when she was um. Right. Yes, in her interview, I believe. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Episode so, seven, we talked about how so she like um, is she's the Mockingjay. Well, yes. no. Well. But then she dies, and everything goes bad. So you know. Cool. All thanks. Right, so keep going. Um. So here she Katniss gives Rue her Mockingjay pin. She says, "Here, you take it. It has more meaning for you than me." So and again, that's because uh, when Rue knew to trust Cat is when she saw she had the Mockingjay pin on. So, and so here, um, again, what Diana was saying about like Katniss thinking the worst out of all the possible good situations. God. She says she's so paranoid about Rue being killed, about Rue not being killed, and the two of us being left for last. About leaving Rue alone, about leaving alone Prim alone back home. So see, that just shows how her mind connects Rue and Prim. And also going on like. What we I think we had this discussion. You asked me a question. If it was just the two of them, what would they do if like Cass would kill Rue or right. Rue? And I said that Rue would sacrifice herself for it. Yeah. So it's kind of like Katniss doesn't want that to happen. She Rue would she, sacrifice herself for the long one because long run. Because long she one. Know, long run. She would know that Katniss would kind of mm-hmm. have the rebellion start, and it would be better for her family at home than if she. See, were. that's why Rue is like so unrealistic because she has yeah. this like innocence and yet she has this maturity that is almost mm-hmm. incompatible with being she's a 12 year old to understand yeah. all this very well put Diana thank you <laughs> Kira <laughs> alright so um, now she is heading to the lake where this food is stationed and so she's s- s- oh I can't talk sitting in <laughs> a, a bushes and she's um, exam- I mean she's like exam- and she's, she's examining she's the shut <laughs> Kira <laughs> she's like examining. She's like seeing which way she's she go not about. She's behind she, the bushes. She really. the, she, she <laughs> Matt, so, what are you doing? Um, they have devised a plan where Rue was going to take green pieces, uh, green wood, and set on fire to create this uh, three campfires to set off smoke that would distract them away from the food. Mm-hmm. And so they Rue sets the first one off, and Cato takes. Uh, I think he leaves the district four, district three boy. No, he, to yes. dry the food. Yeah, yes, he does. That's correct. District three. No, they, and, he goes with him. All right, I think they do. No, they had an argument mm-hmm. about. I re- reread these chapters oh, last night, yeah, yeah. and so he says, <laughs> "When we find her, I, I kill her in my own way, and no one interferes." So that's a little Cato for you. So, um, what else we got? Ah, we have a little Jackie it's Foxface coming in here. I love Foxface, and um, she kind of describes her as coming up with like these. Little hops, a strange little, a little hops, dance. little dance as she's approaching the pyramid. I so want to see Jackie do this dance. I just need to see this. So this is like Jackie's shining moment right oh, here. Yeah. And she's, she's gonna belt out singing Peter Pan while doing this little dance. It's gonna be great. And so, <sighs> Foxface. And so the one thing that like makes Katniss wonder this: the Foxface trip. Uh, she slips when she's stepping on the ground and she falls, but nothing happens. Who so, Katniss? Foxface. No Foxface. Oh. And so she's wondering like, why did Foxface? scream when that happened so she's wondering that like fox face is already confirmed by guests that around the pyramid there's mines oh sorry when you said slip i thought you meant like fall like she just like moved a little bit and she was worried she lost her balance right okay and so katniss runs to where one of the starting platforms were and she saw that had been dug up 
Because remember, if you step off the platform before the cannon goes off, oh, you get. That's what it's, they it's, use. So I put two the boy from District it, it Three. Mentions it clearly in the. Oh. Bunch of, <laughs> the boy from District Three dug up the mines that were on the platforms and had them scattered around the pyramid. Wow. So that also that also means that Foxface has been watching them closely to see how they approach the pyramid to get the food. I will give Katniss some credit for being smart Here enough to go. figure it out. All right, Katniss was smart enough to figure this out. I mean. Foxface did spell it out for her, but... I know, but I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. I would have been like, why is she doing that? <laughs> so, Katniss thinks the best way to try to get the food exp- um, to explode is to shoot a bag of apples to set off the mines surrounding the pyramid. So it takes her three shots, and so... Which is surprising. Like, you'd think she'd get it on the first shot. Well, no, no because the distance she is from the pyramid. Because when you think about ah, it, like, okay. if... Even if you had a knife, it would take probably a while to... Oh, even if she got it, it'd only be a little hole. Yeah, so. it's only like a oh, little, okay. like, split yeah. second it's a ba- of... It's a, ba- it's a bag of apples. Right. It's only a split so. second of the, the <laughs> knife. Really not. It's a bag of apples. Did you know the, that, like, thick, like, stringy stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, um, like, when you get, like, caught in Kinda a net. Kind of like hemp. Yeah. Alright. So, she says, then the apple spills to the ground and I'm blown backwards into the air. And that's how the chapter ends. She probably should have taken cover before she shot. Well, how are you supposed to, like... Take cover and then just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I mean, it's a full bow, you know. Like, it depends on how far this stuff was away from the woods. Like, yeah, wow. She probably should have been anticipating the fact that it's gonna blow up in her face. Literally, I mean, yeah. a little bit. So, so that's chapter sixteen. Job, man. So thank you, and Kira, you can take away with chapter right. seventeen. Oh yeah, for that nice little intro. Um, Katniss was blown up into the air, so of course she has to land. So she lands on her back from the blow, and her hearing had gone. Katniss is dizzy to the point that everything is spinning, and she has to flee because the couriers will come back to find her. <laughs> so she managed to crawl, then a couple of random blasts happen. I, do you guys, did, did it spell out? Do you know it, what those were? or was? It I just, think it was just like, maybe some debris had like fallen and then, and then like set them set off it later. Off. Okay. Yeah. So she conceals herself from the camera. Now, I don't really quite understand, how does she know the cameras can't see her? Like, aren't well, they invisible? I think that she, didn't, didn't she, like, go under a bush? I think so, yeah. So, like, how could the camera possibly, like, yeah. if, if, if she's in that conclo- enclosed of a space? But, like, there, say there's, like, her back is resting against a tree, like, there could be one right on the tree, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, because we're, we're, this is in the future, so I all this technology the, the vibe is so that, like. The cameras were far away, but they just had the technology to zoom in. I don't know oh, why. Oh, okay, yeah. I just, that find was it, my I just find it amazing on how they place these cameras so strategically throughout the arena. It's mm-hmm. a big arena. I mean, yeah. maybe it they have like cameras in the I sky. Mean, like, that, like, I probably they do yeah. have because it's um probably they have birds that like you know those kind of birds that have I don't think yeah. robotic yeah. birds that have the cameras. They probably wouldn't put and a then, camera directly in the arena because it could easily get destroyed. I mean, like a small yeah, but camera, they but they have to, to just rebuild it. You know what I mean? But it's the capital, so. So, um, she spots Kato reacting to the loss of the supplies, and he has a huge tantrum. Kato is... Which is gonna be interesting to see on camera. He's so temperamental. Um, so Katniss is really nervous, and is chewing a million miles an hour on her nails. I guess that's what she does. An exaggeration. That's, like, one cute little quirk that she has, but other than that, she's just... So, Kato killed her boy from the We're getting some pretty bad emails yeah, about I'm you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you no, guys. No, it's totally good. No, I love I mean, everyone's games. entitled to their opinion, and we really I like yours. I don't hate No, Katniss. it's good, because then it provides discussion, because Matt and I agree on a lot of things, so it's really boring. It's like, yes, I agree. Moving on. I actually think she's really interesting, because, like, no other, like, book character is normal when you think about it. Every single main yeah. character is, like, very unique in their own way, mm-hmm. but, like, Katniss is just, like... 
a normal girl. Like, typically. Yeah. And, like, you don't expect that. You didn't, you would never no. expect that. Like, yeah. you don't like, expect. even Harry Potter, like, he's got his own, like, quirky nerdiness. Yeah. Like, no, his, his, his personality is, like, so concentrated in, like, one direction, mm. I feel. Yeah. Anyway. Continue. So, Cato kills the boy from District 3 out of anger because he set up the minefields and they failed to keep intruders out. Um, so, after a while, Katniss has realized that they think the person who set it off is dead. They didn't think that yeah. someone could throw something or arrow or whatever. So, when Katniss, as we know, is very much alive. So, who do you think they thought set it off? Foxface. Probably. Maybe they thought yeah. it was her and that she had mm. died. No, they probably but think like, Katniss isn't that stupid. They probably think she was, yeah, stupid. Yeah. Because they, they probably would have thought Katniss is starving. She probably has no food. So she would have right. gone right to it. But also it could have been, they know that she's not that stupid. Kato knows she's not stupid. But the thing is, they think whoever set it off is dead, but there was, well, of course, like, the cannon could have gone off during the explosion. No, it's, yeah, it said in the chapter that, right. like, yeah. the cannon would have gone uh-huh. off while the explosion. Yeah, so they weren't sure. Um, but so they would find out that none. Their assumptions, anyway. well, you have to think who's left that is not in the careers. You have Katniss, Peta. I think I didn't answer that. Katniss, oh. Peta, Foxface, Thresh, and um, Rue. Yeah, no, it's different chapters. And both tributes from two. And both, no, those, they're the careers. Oh. They're in the, they're in the career group. Wait, then who's the boy from District 1? Is that Kato? They're, Marvel's no, no. dead. Marvel and Marvel are from District 1. Oh, no, Marvel's not dead yet, never mind. I looked at, I looked at, yet, at the beginning mind. of Chapter 16. It says, the people who are still alive are the boy from District 1. Right, Marvel. two. The boy from three, Thresh, Rue, yeah. Peter Katniss. So there's eight left. Yes. All right. No, Marvel doesn't. Marvel does. Marvel later. dies Who's at that? the end of my chapter. Yeah, Marvel does later. Okay. Glimmer already died from the tracker jackers. Right. That's how Katniss got the bow. Glimmer. Um. So where did I leave off? So, yeah, we just. Oh, so the boy from District Three, out of Cato's anger, and the boy from District Ten, are dead in result of the mines blowing up. Um, so I thought that, did Cato bring people with him to see the smoke and all that? Yeah, I thought, I seriously... he brought everyone with him. I remember that he, like, killed the kid who set up the mine. Um, so Katniss can hear in her right ear... Can hear a ringing in her right ear. Oh, sorry. Haha. Okay, so Katniss can hear a ringing in her right ear, and she stays put, washing blood from her ear. She doesn't stay put. Yeah. She does. Yeah, for that night. Oh, for the night. Wait, go back up. But she doesn't... Wash blood. Okay, and yeah, I, I don't uh, know what she, she goes. She goes. Um, she, she can like, somewhat hear in her right ear. Oh, she she had like her. a hood, and she put it up so that she didn't leave any like blood. Oh, but she yeah. didn't do anything apart from that. Okay. So as night falls, Katniss what? realizes she left. That's giving me this big. Yeah, no, I know. Does that. Okay, guys, this is a pick on Matt episode. All cool. Right. Well, we're almost fifty minutes in, and we gotta like keep going. Okay, all right, let's so, go. As night falls, Katniss has realized that she left the sleeping bag. Calm down. Late. You don't have to go so fast. Sorry, I'm excited. Um, and she manages without it for the night of sleep. And so she kind of realizes how cold it gets and what Rue had to deal with all these nights without sleeping bags. Um, so she hears again in her right ear. And her left ear, the blood clotted, but she still can't hear in her left ear. So Foxface is looking through the pile of rubbish and finds a few useful things. Go, Jackie. Yes. <laughs> and so she begins the journey back to the stream. That's Katniss. Katniss. Once at the stream, there are boot footprints. Peta fighting with Kato? Hmm, maybe. <laughs> do, you, do you guys think so? Like, that's probably 
Well, it could be anyone. I, don't I mean, know it probably she has, but, but like, it has to be time. Like, has to be time that she finds Peter. No, I mean, but like, didn't didn't it say earlier that um, Peter? No, 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 no. I don't know if this was before or after she said the footprints, but Peter had like fought at some point. Yes, when when after the tracker jackers, she got the boat from oh. Glimmer. Peter comes back. So how could afterwards she have seen the footprints and immediately think of Peter because she, Peter yeah. had um had cut him like almost fatally. So. Yeah, in his leg. So obviously it wasn't Peta because yeah. he's like out somewhere dying. Right. <laughs> um. So Katniss um has a little snack on the way. And so she eats two fish, eating one raw, which is like, I guess sushi. It's, it's not that yeah. weird. Dude, she kind of survived, Kira. Yeah. Like in uh, what was it? We read Old Man the Sea. Oh my God, that was a really sad. That was bar. a good book. I thought it was pretty good. What was that like hundred pages long? Yeah, it was yeah. really short. <sighs> It's not short when you're up at 12 reading it for English the next day. Anyway. Same. So she cool. hates the unbalanced feeling in her left ear, and she feels um, she feels uncoordinated and everything. And so there's no sign of Rue at their meeting spot. and But no red flag goes up to Katniss, like, where is Rue? So with her hunting skills, why do you think she doesn't realize something's wrong at this point? I will, no, if, if something bad had happened to Rue, like, it's it's not like they're just gonna, like, take her hostage and torture her. They'd kill her immediately and she'd hear the cannon. Like, yeah, but, like, why wouldn't she I think, think she's right wait, away, she's where is waiting, Rue? I gotta find she's Rue. She's waiting to hear, because remember, there could be so many they, she, Rue taught like, Katniss the Mockingjay song. Right. So, like, if something was wrong, Rue would signal with the Mockingjay song. No, no the Mockingjay it, if song was, was if everything's okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. sorry. Um... I don't know, it just seems weird that, like, she I wouldn't go like, find Rue at this point. Well, by the time she reaches their meeting place, like, I don't know. She, she like, mentions that she could have gotten lost, or she could have, like... Yeah, but, like, again, she could have died, and she didn't hear the cannon. Because she was deaf for a while, and, you know, that whole Oh, that's night. true, I didn't think of that. So, like, why wouldn't she, like, try and find her? Like, it, as you said, she's emotionally attached to her, so wouldn't she, like, want to see if she's okay? And, like, and if, if she say she's, like half dying and she could save her at this point she should be able to find her and give her assistance maybe she's too caught up in like the success of everything maybe. so far she's too like arrogant and like all well i don't think she's happened. arrogant but she might just be like glimmering in the after effects the honeymoon of success. phase of success yeah um so after this she cleans herself up and tries to prevent infection mm-hmm. um and she mentions that a hollow day, this is kind of like a side note, a hollow day in District 12 is when, quote, no matter what you put in your stomach, you never feel full. And um, this is kind of like going back to comparing District 12 to District 11. Um, there's a lot of days where Katniss, you know, didn't eat, you know, Anne Prim and her mother. and um, But it's really nothing compared to what Rue had to deal with um, in her yeah. district. Um, so Katniss feels quote, the most relaxed she's been in the arena. And we talked about this before. Um, but how could she feel so relaxed with Rue missing? That doesn't make any sense. She's her ally. She's got to, like, know where she is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm relaxed. You know, everything's good. Don't know where her hunting partner is, but everything's good anyway. Maybe it's just that she's... Because, you know, it could be the fact maybe she's hoping that Rue does... That Rue doesn't come back so she doesn't have to kill Rue. That's a good point. Because remember, she was so concerned, like, she was so worried that she doesn't want it to be her and Rue. So she's hoping that maybe Kato will find Rue and, and kill, just her. kill her. So it can be done with. So, and so do you think she's not also going she's, out of her way? It can also be that she doesn't want to worry so much about Rue, so she will grow more emotionally attached to her. That's a good point. 
So now she finally decides, which is a great idea, to venture off to find Rue. <laughs> so later, hearing Rue's song from the Mockingjay, uh, Katniss assumes Rue is safe, so she kind of keeps trotting along, whatever. Trotting. Yep, trotting along, <laughs> strutting along. With the swag. <laughs> um, so she hears the scream only Rue could yell. She screams Katniss's name, quote, she just has time to say my name before the spear enters her body. Ooh. Oh, boy. Another cliffhanger. I feel like we have to play the song now. We're going... Do you want to play it right now? I don't know. Do we want to switch it up? And uh, do your segment and then Dark Duels? Oh, man. Oh my go God. out of schedule. This oh my is God. intense. Okay, this is like a first for me. Like, oh, my God. Okay. Do you want to do, <laughs> do it? Do you want to? Just like... Uh, don't ask me. It's your idea. Live on the wild side, Kira. All right. Do this. Okay, just no, don't, do don't, this. no, what? No, we need to, I need to describe it first. I'm sorry, Matthew. You go ahead and you describe, describe your segment. <laughs> right, it's because I switch up and Kira really has a need to play this song. Um, this is Matt Smutty's music. Well, good job on the segment, chapter, uh, chapter, by the way. Every oh, podcast you, episode, I'll play a song by a Hunger Games fan or a well-known artist that connects to the novel. Um, this week I've selected a song which is titled Rue's Lullaby by Gwen. And so I just want to thank Haley for this. She gave she gave the link to us, and I absolutely love the song. This is Gwen's version of the lullaby that Katniss sings Rue, uh, for sh- uh, predicting, not predicting, like telling what happens in the next chapters. So remember, you guys can submit your own original songs or favorite songs through the email at nightlockpodcast at gmail.com. We may have your song featured on the show. She has the most amazing voice in the world. So, um, usually what we do is that we say insight and like what we thought about the song, how it connects. Obviously, wait, was that the um, was that those the actual lyrics of the song? Yeah. Oh, because I was thinking that's that's familiar. 
Gwen, who sings the song, took a more sugar to a different spin. Like she put her the way she wanted, she thought the song would be, and com- um, second to it. I think she like combined the feeling of Rue dying with the lullaby. Yeah, like, that was definitely a sense because it is very sad and like it's sad. It's, it's so beautiful though. Yeah. The, like it the feelings the of love intermingled with the feelings of sadness. Ah. So good. I felt. And she's obviously you can tell she's young, but like she's yeah. an amazing voice. If you guys um. I've like seen this childishness of the voice. Thanks, yeah. I was talking. Cool. Whoa, we've been <laughs> interrupting each other all episode. Like, um, if you guys, sorry. if you guys know who Mainstay Productions is, Mainstay Pro, Mainstay Pro, they're on YouTube. They actually did this scene. Like they had um two actions, one playing Katniss, I was one playing Rue. Well, I'm mentioning it right now. All right. So all right. and they did this. I, I'm on the show to him now. They so did give credit where credit is due. They did this scene. <laughs> With Katniss and Rue, and like yeah. the scene where Rue dies, you and have to see it. Katniss so singing, it's um, so it's I amazing. It. It's like, like really professionally done. And like, they, even, um, let me say something. Okay, cool. Um, the guy who does Mainstay Pro, like, does the, is the director. He he was the first fan of the week for Lionsgate. So. Oh wow! Yeah, and they've done they've done the cave scene with Katniss and Peeta. They've done the second quarter quell with Hamish when yeah. he was a tribute. They did um one. Should I mention this one? Fennec and, and Annie. If you guys know who those people are, Amazing. um, they they actually there's a web series that came out today. Yes. So, here we. All right. So that was my segment that we posted under my tab under the version of uh, the new your website. Send your ideas, guys. Keep them coming. So, Kira, you can. All right. Move on. Well, this is our last segment, Dark Duels, and that's where each of us choose a character from the series to put in the arena. We, ex- we each explain why the character we picked would survive against others. Then you listeners decide who won by voting on our website, nightwalkpodcast.com, through a poll under the tab surveys slash polls. This week we are adding another element, and that's timed responses. Really, uh. Kira? I was, I was going with the 60 seconds being in the circle, get that much time, <sighs> realize who's going to win, and figure out. Okay, why don't we each say who we have? So, make sure we don't have any doubles, because if we have a double, I have a backup. So. I've got Gail. Okay. All right, who do you have? Wait, who do you have? Go. I always say mine first. You go. No, you go. I'm going to hit you. Go. go. Go, say it. Fine. I have Fox Face. Ooh. Oh, I was going to say She was Fox my face. second choice. Oh. Fox Face is my first choice. Um, all right, now my backup would probably be... I could do my backup if you, if you already planned it out in your head. Mm, well, who's your backup? No, you don't get to know. You get to decide, and then I can switch my mind. Switch my mind. Switch my mind. Okay. Switch. Um, I'm gonna go really original here, and I'll just I'll pick Kato. I'll go original. That was my backup. Oh, so. that's what I figured. <laughs> All right. Because li- last time was Clove, and gotta have when you have Clove, you gotta you have Kato. Gotta so. have them together. Yeah, you right, can't you, you can't keep them apart. Go. Well, Gail, we already know that um, Katniss can be very successful in the arena, and I feel like he has all the advantages of Katniss pl- and more because he knows how to be hungry, just like Katniss. He's grown up in the scene. He knows how to be quiet in the woods, unlike Peta. Um, <laughs> and he knows how to hunt. And while Katniss's thing is like her bow and arrows, not only does he know how to use the bow and arrows, I think it mentioned not as well as Katniss, obviously, but his like it mentioned that like bow and arrow is Katniss's like natural thing. Like she has a talent for it. He has like a natural talent for snares, which could prove useful for hunting and also he can make a human snare killing. I mean, yeah, I think he would have good leadership skills too, given that he you know has to kind of keep his, like, siblings in line. He has a lot of them. He has to provide for them, obviously. And I also think he has a big incentive to stay in li- alive because he has a big sense of honor. Like, obviously, we saw with the Tesserae how he wouldn't let his siblings take it out. And, like, when they did end up having to take it out, he was, like, really ashamed. And um, I feel like Katniss has her, like, love 
for Prim to keep her alive. But now I'm gonna have this. Are you serious? I had like 50 more things to say. <laughs> ah. You got a lot of good stuff in there, though. I was Definitely. not done. All right. Well, we can have a rebuttal round. How about that? All right, rebuttal round. All right. All right, so am I going you next, or what am I going? You, you can go. Yeah, go for it, Matthew. All right. So, so you're, you're just doing this. No notes. You just go for it. Just, just, just wing it. I did it with Clove. I can do it with Kato. You were pretty good with Clove. You did it with Clove. I mean, come on. Really, the word choice there. Okay. Oh, so with Kato, you have obviously his leadership skills because he's taking over the careers. He is um, he's the leader when he comes up with this idea. Everyone follows him, which is gives him that natural sense of power. So he's going to be that kind of power-hungry person who wants to get everything done. He knows what he wants, and he knows how to get it. There's also um, a skills weapon tree. He's good with the sword. If you guys remember, if you had, in the trailer, he with him on the practice dummy, he was very skillful with the sword, which is uh, it's not something you really expect in an arena or any type of weapon. Obviously, Katniss with her bow and arrow is unexpected. But for Kato to have a sword, it's, it's different than what you would Powerful normally expect. Weapon. Exactly. Um... I think Kato, one problem I have with Kato is that he has, like, this temperamental problems, and he's mm -hmm. very, he gets angry really easily, but that also can be his driving force to um, take someone out and to relinquish his anger. Oh, my God, is that already? Five seconds. Five seconds. Um, go, go. I don't go know. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was fast. Wait, am I allowed to rebut you now? No. No, after I go. Okay. Go. <laughs> so if it wasn't for Peta picking the berries, she would have outsmarted the rest of them by keeping a far distance. She would have been able to trick the mutations at the end with her slyness and been able to escape while the other finalists would have been killed off. She never gets hurt by anyone and stays hidden, so other than dying, she never got hurt. I don't know if that's going against me or not. <laughs> she outwitted the careers by stealing their food and knew how to get it without being blown up, so she figured out that, as we said before. When getting her bag at the feast, she, she also out got, outsmarted the others, got in and out without a scratch. While others, like Katniss and Clove, got severely injured. Mm -hmm. She also got a very high score, and she's very independent. I have 17 seconds. Awesome. Um, go, go, go. Improv. She's really pretty. She's <laughs> Jackie Emerson. I should win because of that. What? Um, no. Well, no. I mean, she didn't get hurt at all. What other tribute has that? None. Thrush. I can answer that. Well, she no, died. He, yeah, he so got so mutilated by Kato. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah. That was an interesting one. All right. Well, should we have a uh, Well, I feel like bottle? with Foxface, like, she's obviously very smart. That's, like, the one thing she's got going for her. And Sly. That, okay, and Sly. It's kind of almost interesting. I mean, but we but don't like, see, we don't see Foxface's, like, like, skills. It's, it's really easy for people to understand that she's smart and then use that against her, like, to trick her. Like, you see the thing that happened with the bears. Anyone could have planned that and, like, done that on purpose, like, without that much thought. Like, she would easily but get taken like down she, by that. But I feel like she didn't study Peta or Katniss as long as she studied the careers. So even if she did study them, that was just something that Peta did because he was, you know, not thinking. Stupid, yeah. Well, environmentally yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um so I mean like she could easily be outsmarted, I think. Because she relies too yes. much on her smarts. Like that's but her Gale wouldn't win because what? he if he was with Katniss, he would just kill her himself to have Katniss. No, but because he loves her. But he wouldn't be with Katniss. This is like a. This is it. Remember, it was oh. a. Kira, oh, right. oh my god. Sorry, I just got my own rule. In fact, Katniss <laughs> would be an incentive for him to come back home. Because not oh, only does damn. he have his family to worry about. Who's your person? All right, But Kato. he also Kato. has Katniss to worry about. Like, he doesn't want to leave her alone. And Kato would not okay, win. Okay, Kato. Gail is everything that Kato is, but like more. Like, I mean, what were your. I feel like Kato's stronger than Gail, though. If they were in a knife fight, Kato would, Kato would win. 
I think Cato is more determined because remember Gale talks about how much he hates the capital. He's going to try as much as he can to try to ruin the capital in the arena. Where Cato is more focused on getting out yeah, of there. Yeah, I feel he's like... He's more focused on survival where Gale is more focused right, and on rebellion. We, so... I feel like Gale would use that rage, could could easily funnel it. Channel his energy. Yeah, exactly. But also, it's kind of like showing... Just like Cato, except more so. Gale's very <laughs> predictable too. Is he? Yeah, because you can see all his emotions through his face, like the way he expresses his emotions. He vents. Really he goes on complete but, tangents. No, well, that's what he's alone in the woods with Katniss. But he has experience in controlling his emotions. Yeah, and, he filters and, himself and in public. Because think, he's always around the, um, the peacekeepers and things like that, so he knows how to protect his emotions. Plus well, that's kind of the same thing with Peter. Plus, he's really handsome and he's got this <laughs> sassiness going on, so he could easily get sponsors. Like, I feel like yeah, Image could true. easily mold his like rebellious nature into like this kind of like arrogant indifferent like sassy mm. guy that well i think tributes. i lost we got creamed <laughs> all right well I mean, we'll, we'll send the we'll put the so poll go up. vote for gail on nightlock Podcast. kato <laughs> no vote for kato please. i mean vote for jackie slash fox face <laughs> you can't just call her jackie yes sorry, we can jackie. we call him we call him jen we got josh jackie, we got liam, liam alex Dio. i actually don't even know what the actress for fox face looks like She's really pretty and amazing. They wouldn't choose someone who is ugly, would they? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> it is Hollywood. All right, plugs. All right, so I'm going to plug a few things here. Ooh. Episodes are released on the second and fourth Sunday of the month, so our next episode will be released on Christmas. That is our holiday present to you guys. Are you going to be actually doing this like on Christmas? Oh, yeah. It's going to be released. Day. It's going to be released on Christmas. Yeah, we yeah. did. So it will have a holiday theme because it's coming out on Christmas. And we will announce the winners of the segment contest, as well as having those segments featured on the show with a holiday twist. <laughs> so don't forget to send in your favorite moments from the podcast with a timestamp to our email address, nightlockpodcast at gmail.com, so that at the end we can have a montage of your favorite moments from the show. Um, so on our wish list this year is to have an iTunes review from each and every one of you. So, 7,000 iTunes reviews. We're counting on it. Oh, yeah, okay. And so, uh, let us know what you think of Diana and other things uh, of podcasts. Please don't hate me because of my Katniss Gmail.com. Um, yeah, we can forward them to her. Um, but yeah, oh. send her some love, so, yeah. Or hate. Or hate, you know, whatever you're feeling. I'm um, probably gonna get some hate mail because of my Katniss rant. <laughs> eh, probably, but that's good because it's a cool discussion and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe us on iTunes, and you can find all those links on our website, nightlockpodcast.com. So we're going to do a new little twist here for our um, exit. Oh, a twist. And so we <sighs> have some recommendations. So each host is going to recommend a Hunger Games gift that you guys can put that on your wish list. So we're going to um, do this for the month of December. So, All right. So, I'm Kira, and I recommend pre-ordering the Hunger Games Tribute Guide at $7. I'm Matt. I recommend the Hunger Games Official Illustrated Movie Companion. I'm Diana, and I recommend character posters. Because <laughs> you can nice. never have enough posters on your wall Put them in your when room. you're a teenager. Yeah. So, or if you're older, because some of our... Or if you're we, older. We have parents listening to us, actually. So Buy for your kid. Buy for your grandkids. Yes. Yes. Please do. So thanks for listening, guys, and um, tune in to us on a Christmas Day. big thank you to Diana for coming on Ooh. our podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. One more thing. It was Matt's birthday. Oh. Um, and everyone yeah. forgot except everyone for Everyone forgot except for me. <laughs> yeah, so I gave him, um, along with like other things, a Hunger Games CD 
that I made. With all the parody, a lot of parody, <laughs> a lot of parodies. You hear my voice right now? So thank you for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you next time. I'm just curious because I was coloring yesterday and I wanted to know. Oh, God. <laughs> so I want to see Jackie do this dance. I just need to see this. So dance. this is like Jackie's shining moment right oh, here. Yeah. And she, she's going to belt out singing Peter Pan while doing this little dance. It's going to be great. Okay. okay. Yeah, don't be mean. <laughs> yeah, right. and then he stares. Like, see, this is what happens. I say something, he just stares at me and moves Matt, on. with all the awkward, like, just strange oh. things that come out of your mouth. And yeah. Kara never gives you these. Well, yeah. she does sometimes. I mean, sometimes, but like... But it's never like the contemptuous. Just yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh my god, really? Why is she saying this? Like, <laughs> I know you're trying to be witty, but I'm funny. Mm. I think she's I'm funny. She's got she, some wit in there. She does. She does. Somewhere deep inside. This district guy is dead. No, I thought you meant right. District guy. District ten. District guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> How about like 120 seconds for the uh, 12, <laughs> you know 12 tr different districts times ten. Times ten, yeah, that's a little stretch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you'll time so, Diana. So, what, are, what is the, what is the time we're set in here? I don't know. What should we do? Minute and a half. Minute and a half. Minute. What? No. Go. No. Go. Seventy seconds. Come on, you only have so much time. What? No, what? No, no. Kira, you are an evil person. <laughs> people don't understand me. True, be that. Can you not find it? Did you just say true, be that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I'm going slang, yo. <laughs> oh God. Kira, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Is, it under, is it under clock? How long is this episode going to be? Is it be? under clock? This yes, is going to be a long episode. Right. Oh, goodness. Oh, do a countdown, Matthew, okay, okay. so that it can go... Uh, 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 well, how, do do how do we do that? Oh, goodness gracious. Whatever. No, I'm giving matter. her one hour. It says one hour. <laughs> I mean, that works, too. All right, one minute. Okay. Okay, tell me when. Tell me when. I can't do improv. But he, oh, Target selling timers. Kira, you can't know that unless you chat. Just try procrastinating. I'm scared. Try procrastinating once oh, I can't. on one thing and see what happens. You might do better. Oh, there's no way. I'm you might do you better. might work better under pressure and stress. You don't know. I. <laughs> I almost wanted to say I've done it, but I haven't. So I'll, I'll try it you've with something. Never, I'll try it with something small. You've never procrastinated on anything. I can't think of something off the top of my head. That is you're aren't you a teenager? Like not really. Not really. <laughs> okay. Let's. <laughs> Place in gym for this Everything. podcast. Everything. Planning. It's like our executive meeting. Yes. In totally. Gym. Walking a track. <laughs> you guys want to just stop and say hi? Yeah, we'll be more totally. happy. We're walking the track. Just let's just yeah. pop in.
It is open to the public, actually. Yeah, it's very feasible. Quite creepy. <laughs> that you Alice Cullen poster that I said it would be. Yeah, can we not oh, talk about this on the podcast? Can't yeah. Hey, a lot of our fans are Twilight fans, so it's okay. Oh. And they would be happy to know that Al- that Matt here went through a huge Alice Cullen phase. <laughs> that was in eighth grade, okay? Back when he read the books. Oh, that, oh, was, that was cute. All right, we're ending the show now. You still see the movie. <laughs> we're done. All right. Breaking Dawn was pretty good. Oh. I have to say. Okay, sorry, sorry. Hunger Games, Hunger Games.